Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab. My name is Lizzo Gumba Regisford, uh, your host today. And on today's show, we're going to be having a conversation around fashion and art. Um, fashion and art is something that a lot of people know and understand is, uh, you know, is, uh, is, 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 is like a yin and a yang again. I don't want to use that word because I always use it like I do, but fashion and art is something that's very special. It's a very interesting way of convert, you know, converting your story through different forms of art. I've got some really cool guests who will be joining us in the show today, but before we get straight into details, we'll take just a quick break and we'll be right back. This is cliffcentral.com. Download the Cliff Central app, available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab again, and we are discussing the love affair between fashion and art, which has only heightened into a whole new level like never before. It's definitely a collaboration that is at its peak, but in no way a new phenomenon, because we know that history proves that these collaborations began way back. Now, I was reading something on Complex.com with Hannah Kahn, who's the executive assistant to the chief curator at the Museum of Contemporary Art in L.A., and she shares her top 50 best artist collaborations, which we will share on Twitter now, because obviously there's just like so many. I saw some top hundreds. I was like, wow, this is not definitely not a new phenomenon. So um, she says also that, you know, there are moments when designers become artists and then artists become designers and then both entities become something different entirely. But she also adds on that both the general fine arts and fashion design not only bear the effect of trend and social temperature, but their changing relationship to one another is also reflective of society as a whole. Um, the, the, um, the Museum of Contemporary Art, um, LA curator also says, she just adds on saying some interventions and collaborations are more successful than others, which is true. But what is primarily important is the doubling and the mixing and the fantastic, amazing results that come from this fanciful play of the privileged creatives. I personally believe fashion is an art in its own way. Before the fusion of other art forms combined with fashion to bring to this world some explosive, what I call an explosive artistic statement. One of my favorite art to fashion crossovers or collaborations of all time stem from a Dutch painter back in the day in the 30s by the name of Pierre Mondrian. And he's uh, had a collaboration or some sort of inspiration that spilled. So through the works of Herm's designer Lola Prusak in the 30s, she looked up to Mondrian's famous works featuring white backgrounds, grids of thick black lines, block of primary colors for inspiration, producing an amazing range of luggage and bags with square inlays of red, yellow, and blue leather. Now, following on, still inspired by the Dutch painter Pierre, uh, in 1944, legendary French designer Yves Saint Laurent also enjoyed one of his most successes when in 65 he unveiled his fall Mondrian collection. Also, obviously, there's a lot of other designers who've had experimented previously with a similar design, but obviously Saint Laurent took the six A-line cocktail dresses that really captured the public's imagination. We can talk and talk all day long about this interesting collaborations with different artists from back in the days, from present. And uh, we will also be joined by a special guest who is actually doing and living this uh, sort of collaborative way of art um, and fashion. We will also be joined by our social sculptor, who's a, an, an artist as well, who's based in the UK, um, to also share with us how she's working to really bring out her story through the different forms of art. Um, our contributor in New York, Representative Edgy Benson, will be joining us on the show with Echoes from New York. Uh, we also want to send love and light to Morwick and to Nicola Cooper, our analyst, who are not here. But I'd love you to keep your tweets coming at Fashion Lab AF and share with us some of your favorite art, fashion, crossovers or collaborations 
um, of all times. Another quick reminder is I've got a favorite segment at the end of our show called Who Would You Want to Address and Why? So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's so we can have some little fun before the show is over. Now, we're discussing art and fashion. We're joined in studio by Loayo. Luayo? C'est ça? Luayo. Luayo um, is a... F- Artist and a fashion designer for Luayo. Uh, her official name is Lubna Ayushe Kombala. Mm-hmm. And she's, um, we're also going to be joined by multi-sensory, uh, sensory contemporary artist, the Empress, Diane Regisford. Welcome to the show, um, Luayo. Thank and, you. And I, I'm used to calling you Lubna, but then today, uh, she just checked me before the show and said, listen, it's a Luayo is the new name. So please try to push that. So I'm going to address you as Luayo. Now you are, uh, Luayo is Moroccan born. She's been living her passion for painting since 98, using bold and bright colors to express her emotions and communicate with a viewer. She's also completed private commissions, sold and exhibited in different countries, including France, Russia, England, Switzerland, Spain, South Africa. And the concept behind her fashion range is the possibility to wear art instead of framing it indoors. Now, welcome to the show and congratulations of 18 years. 18 years? No, for the fashion, it's been actually. I know, years. since 2004, 14. Yeah. But for the art, for the art, it's been 98. Been, yes, absolutely. 98. Well, congratulations. Thank I you. mean, that's an achievement in its own. Well, it's my big passion. <laughs> <laughs> so your paintings reflect all the beautiful experiences you've lived through these different corners of the world. You were born in Casablanca in a country that you consider an open air museum. Mm-hmm. Are there any influences you've been able to adapt into your art based on, based on the Moroccan, what you call artistic wealth? Well, I think I, I didn't, I didn't really uh, plan to incorporate anything. It's in me. It's something I'm born with. It's in my genes. And I think, I really think that uh, it's something we inherit. It's my heritage. I got a lot using bold colors. Um, so it's definitely and a lot of influence Absolutely. from Morocco, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, yeah. Now we normally speak about what we are wearing and why. So because mm. of the fact that no one's gonna, no one was gonna ask me who I'm wearing, I'm gonna ask you who you're wearing and what inspires it, <laughs> and then you'll ask me who I'm wearing. Okay. So who are you wearing? Because I can already see the color and the art, and I think it's 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 beautiful. It's important for you to share with our listeners what you're wearing well, and what inspires it. Thank you, Liz. I'm wearing Luayo, obviously. <laughs> It's uh, it's my signature actually. When when I started my my fashion collection two years back, this is the first garments that I produced to the market, and um, it's actually hundred percent silk chiffon that incorporates an artwork of mine, and um, it's very simple. It's very simple uh, style because I try to keep the focus on the artwork. But it's very elegant, as you can see, and uh, you can you can wear it. It's quite versatile. You can wear it with leggings, with jeans. It's quite formal, informal. It can have any look you want to give it to it. I love, I love what it is. We're gonna take a picture and tweet. Do you want to just ask me who I'm wearing? So, yes. Yeah. Who are you wearing today? Well, Liz? I'm wearing Lisa Gumbo, and <laughs> I am wearing a simple, I love it, straight, easy dress for an easy day. And I've thrown on a little jacket because I'm feeling the weather's temperatures changing mm-hmm. a bit. So I'm wearing this beautiful jacket from my collection, from my safari beautiful, collection. Beautiful. And it's just a nice, beautiful woven, um, mm-hmm. um, African colors, um, bold prints. Mm. Um, so we're going to tweet this so that beautiful, I can also show beautiful. off. Um, but anyway, so moving back to Luayo and your 18 years of art. And then obviously, there came your inspiration to start mm. this new collection mm-hmm. um, so that you can bring in um, the fashion side of it. You know, what you, you launched in 2012 at 14 in, in where? Johannesburg? Johannesburg. Johannesburg. Yeah, yeah. Where I've been okay. since So share with us. I'm first of all curious to know, why are you only converting two of your original artworks from textile, from uh, the canvas to textile? Because when I was yes, you said you only you only convert two specific. No, piece. no, okay. no. I actually I said this one is one of my signatures, the one I started with. But of course, I've been converting many. I mean, I've been it's been an extension of, of many works of mine. So most fashion. of so how many? What can we say? How many around uh, averagely uh, so far? How much of your artwork from the canvas has now translated into uh, well, your uh, garments? I would say 
almost 20. Okay. Yeah. Very nice. So let's talk about the fashion business, obviously, because you are also in business. Um, you also recently just showcased at SA Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. I love the collection. I love the, like I said, I feel like I'm wearing my, my wall art, but it's fun. It's funky. And I love the way you style it. Um, let's talk about your target market. Who's your target market? How was your uh, experience showcasing at SA Fashion Week? Do you feel like you were able to capture a sort of new customer audience who might be able to be excited? Because mm-hmm. what you're doing is very unique, mm-hmm. very rare as well. It was an amazing experience and I did have very good feedbacks and very good comments. I met so many people and I, I mean, the, the feedbacks were just amazing. People are not used to see really arts, wherever arts, um, it's something different for them and they love it. They love the combination with colors and, uh, because, you know, I do express myself not only through my artwork, but as well through texture and through fabrics and through colors. So it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It starts from the artwork that I extend to, to fabric and then I design my garments around that artwork. So it's, it's quite long Hand process, but it's so, it's so, uh, it's so rich and it's so fulfilling. original and fulfilling and, and rewarding when you see all the, the feedbacks. But what is uh, so good, it's nice to also have like, you know, and again, I, I'm speaking to you now from a business perspective. Mm. It's nice when we get all this feedback uh, as we create and we mm. get that sense of fulfillment mm-hmm. um, that just makes us feel complete when it comes to whatever it is we are pursuing in life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. we are creatives. Now, you as a creative, where? what about the business side of it? Because the good thing is, yes, and I always say it's nice when people clap mm-hmm. and say, wow, wow, and keep showering you with love and, mm-hmm. and, and excitement because they're excited about the good work. Mm-hmm. But what about the, tr- how does it translate? Let's talk about the business side of it. Well, Do you have, um, yeah, have you had interest, first of all, in uh, a couple of different buyers who might want to take the risk, or do you find that the the buyers are a bit conservative or not sure how? No, I don't think. I, I think we, you know, you, you you got in the market different buyers, of course, those who who want to be conservative and those who want to try different things. The the thing with me is that the way I see it, I don't I don't see it. I don't want it to become mass production. I wanted to stay the way it is now. It's something exclusive. It's, I consider my, my collection more than artwork than just clothes. So it's not a collection that I want to see mass production, of course, but of course boutiques. We had, I had few, I had few contacts and uh, we take it from there. Mm. So are you currently stocking in any boutiques or are you just really? No, at the moment, no. At the moment, I'm just doing private, uh, doing it privately. Okay, it's very interesting. Could you just take me through your process when it comes to art on mm-hmm. canvas? Mm-hmm. Well, I I just do my artwork. You know, you be, you you start with the blank canvas, of course, and you think of your composition, your color scheme, your subject, and then you you go on a journey. You know, a journey where you don't want to, you don't know, and you don't want to know where you're gonna stop because it's all about inspiration and where your inspiration will take you that day. So and it's not premeditated. You just get into a room and you go with your flow. And so how long, like how many hours averagely uh, do you sit when is, you create? You cannot you can count. You cannot count because as we say in French, when we love, we don't count. <laughs> we, you cannot count because you work according to your inspiration of course you have some ideas you know that you are you want to create a, a face or a body or but you cannot be really counting the hours because you just want to go with the flow and your inspiration you work you work you work and until i reach one point where i feel that okay my inspiration for the day is finished and then i stop and then carry on the next day so painting especially when i'm doing oils can take up to two months, three months, because don't forget that oils take time to dry. So you need to be patient. So it's all, it's a, it's a whole mood. It's a whole atmosphere. And you, and you really be... have to have patience, oh. I must presume. But uh, I think that passion is, is, pa- brings, you, you can, whatever you're passionate about, it doesn't matter. Time doesn't does not matter. matter. At least I forget all my responsibility <laughs> yeah. when I am painting. I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm just painting, painting, painting. I mean, it's, I cannot even describe. It's very magical word, truly. 
Wow, guys, uh, we are holding it down as we talk art and fashion. We are speaking to Loayo, who's a Moroccan-born um, artist and fashion designer who's been um, painting since 98, using bold and bright colors to express her emotions. And uh, we're going to continue this conversation. Our lines are open. We are on 0861-555-189. And if you're on Twitter... Come and send us whatever it is, you know, share with us your thoughts. Let us know what are some of the coolest collaborations um, you've seen around. Let us know if you're feeling inspired by this conversation uh, in studio. Um, I want to plug in before we move on uh, with our interesting conversation with Loayo. I would like to plug in a very special guest who will also just be joining us shortly. Um, she goes by the name of The Empress. Uh, the Empress Diane Regisford is a multi-sensory contemporary artist invested in artistic inquiry, which creates spaces for cultural and poetic acts of encounter. Now, you have to realize that this madame is a wordsmith of note as well. So sometimes what happens is, you know, you speak to people and you get their energy and you start speaking the way they speak. This is Diane and hmm. this is her words. She works in fluid forms created through cultural imaginary uh, the Empress works evoke sensory narratives which weave threads of indigenous knowledge in the social fabric of contemporary urban spaces across the globe. I want to plug her in just to be able to share um, with um, our listeners uh, some of her journey, her stories and why she's doing what she's doing, how she's doing it, what it is doing. Um, some of her current collections include Evoking Belonging, the Venus Sensorium, and she was a participating artist at the world's leading contemporary art platform for African art, uh, Dakar Biennial in 2014. She's also exhibited in France and the UK and has performed in South Africa, Ethiopia, France, Malta, and the UK. Welcome, Madame the Empress Diane Regisford. Greetings to all your listeners across the continent, across the globe. The question of art on sleeve, um, art meets fashion, for me, they've always been intertwined. Um, the idea of my work as a painter, let's say, some of my visual art practice, being transferred into a garment is the most exciting opportunity. It's a path that I'm exploring now. But it makes me think of this beautiful interconnection of the creative spirit. For when... I'm in the studio and I'm painting. The flow that comes, the energy that comes, the choice of color, the composition, how it sits on a canvas, for example, how a sculpture comes together is a very similar process to um, what a fashion designer would go through. I think the world, as I observe it from this side of the water, you know, having spent so many years, most of my life in Africa, is coming to color. Now I sit on the other side of the water. I see um, lots of collections with, let's say, the Zulu sandals. We won't mention the designers' names. But it's always been one influencing the other. And how Africa lives through fashion on a global scale is very, very interesting. In terms of the question of being an artist but also being an artist who makes a living from their art. The question of art meets fashion is a fabulous opportunity for the burgeoning creative industries in Africa. I'm excited as an artist to think about the possibility of teaming up with designers, working on collections together, and looking at how we exhibit our works. So fashion designers will work in, let's say, they'll do a fashion show, they'll do a fashion week, they will produce a range. We might have a retail outlet. As an artist, I might um, create a collection of paintings, let's say, of sculptures, let's say, of poetry. I'm also a poet. I do performance work as well. I'm interested in creating spaces where they can all intersect. And it's been done many, many times before. The question for me is how we can inquire amongst ourselves, create the spaces where we as ourselves can develop things together as artists, but then also engage the audiences so that we can deepen our inquiry. Yes, my works and my inspiration really come from indigenous practices, indigenous knowledge across Africa. There are so many rich proverbs, whether it be from the Caribbean and, of course, the African root is there. I'm inspired by many of those. For example, when they say sheep can make goats, my uncle will say that to me. And um, he's referring to this idea that um, we're all one. And, you know, like father, like son, another might say. Or, you know, a cat can never be a dog, you know. And um, the idea is that 
we are all connected. We're all one family. So when I think of those kinds of things, when I go into the studio, if that's something that's really working with me, my practice is to write poetry. First of all, I write poetry to make meaning of where I am at any particular time. At the moment, I'm looking at transcendence. I was inspired by Prince's recent transition into non-physical form. I believe he's still with us. Um, I was interested to see how, you know, the shock, the pain, we were all shocked, we all felt pain. But I felt somehow um, there was a question about the immortality of the artist. The point is that, at least for me, his work will live on forever. And something that he said, you know, in watching all of the videos that were going all over the social media networks, I heard him speak about this idea of transcendence. Is it possible linking this creative industries conversation to the creative act, to the completion of the act of creation where the audience not only buys a garment where my designs perhaps or my painting has been transferred onto a piece of fabric, but how about we engage on what the artist was thinking about? More than clicking, beyond clicktivism, I see a wonderful opportunity here for not only business people to be more activist, but also for consumers to be more activist, to be more ethical about the choices that they make. So they're all very trendy things that are happening, but really it's this ecosystem that we live in that's going to make the difference as far as I'm concerned to us living for our passion and really making a fabulous and uh, well-deserved living from our passion. As far as I'm concerned, passion drives the world. In terms of my inspiration, I'm inspired by mythology. I have a painting um, called Bami Bahia Nights, inspired first by poetry. It was exhibited um, when I was a participating artist at the Dakar Biennale in uh, the last edition in 2014. And that was really a soliloquy. I love this idea of soliloquy. I go into conversations in dream space um, with what is a deity of the African mythological, mythological pantheon. And the deities, the Orisha, depending on which belief system you come from, is one which can be referred to as Mamiwata. She is a powerful deity. She lives in the sea. She protects the seafarers. She can also um, be very angry. She has quite a wrath. But when I looked at it and I looked at my own history in that painting, I was looking at how she protected my ancestors, those who came over on the slave ships, those that enabled me to be alive. And it was really a homage, homage to Mamiwata and the Orishas and how they have protected not only my ancestors, but continue to protect me as I travel the seas in my work. So it's interesting for me that um, a painting can transfer to a poem, can transfer to, let's say, a design that I might do on skin. My work transfers to various materials. I only paint in oil. I love the meditative process of oil on canvas. I love the way it takes a long time to dry. I love the malleability of the fabric. But most of all, I'm inspired by this plastic uh, transcendent opportunity to really transmute something that started as one thing and then goes into another. That is the beauty of the creative act that I, I love. And I think there's a real opportunity for fashion designers to not only be inspired by what artists do, but to pick up the gauntlet of how can we co-create together? This has been done for millennia. The question is, what lies ahead of us? And um, as I was pointing to earlier, I really believe that the point now and the opportunity now is to leverage connective spirits, connective inspiration, take the creativity, put that into a business platform, and then close the circle of creation by engaging the consumer. Ethical consumerism, yes. Passionate consumerism, we love the art, fantastic. Engaged consumerism is what I'm interested in because my art comes from a very, very deep place and I would love to have the opportunity to create spaces where not only do we wear the beautiful garments, but we also engage in the issues. This is why I call myself an artivist. 
My name is the Empress Diane Regisford. It's been wonderful being with you on Cliff Central today. And as I say, today I am red. I describe red as that most fecunditous, most fabulous, most hot red energy where I am literally a crucible and it's all, all like lava coming out of me. I have those days when I'm, you know, in front of, let's say, a group of people and I'm doing a performance work. I also have those days when I'm very quiet and I'm in the park and I'm in meditation. But for me, it's all one flow. The act of creation is a beautiful thing. And yes, I truly do believe that every human being is an artist. It's been wonderful being with you. Bless, bless, bless. Happy day. Naso today. Whoa, now so today, now you just heard from the girl herself, the, the Madam, the Empress, Diane Regisford. She is a special woman. She's my sister-in-law too. She's a beautiful woman. Um, that was the multi-sensory contemporary artiste, and I hope that she evoked belongings um, while she uh, shared her way of, um, you know, her approach when it comes to art as an artiste. And I hope that, you know, for those of you who are listening, whether you're a designer, a fashion designer, whether you're an artist who's looking to find new ways to um, evolve or new uh, ways to express yourself, I think there's an open market. I think that people are ready to receive it. And I love how Diane also says that, you know, you have to find a way to link it with something like deeper meaning. It's not just a painting, you know. Loayo did not just go and paint and smash that thing on there and then it has no deeper meaning. So I think it's interesting. We'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts with us. We are on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter. We are on Fashion Lab in Fashion Lab Africa on Instagram. And uh, we'll be right back after this break. I patiently waited for you for nine months. I would sit in my chair and talk about how I longed to meet you. I knew you'd be the most beautiful baby in the world. I was ready for you, but I wasn't ready for this. If you have a child in need of reconstructive surgery, Smile Foundation can help you. Visit www.smilefoundation.co.za or call us on 0861-276-453. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. And this is the conversation around art and fashion. And we've been having conversations with two amazing artists. We have had Diane Regisford, um, the Empress herself. And we've also had Loayo, who is, uh, I also call her Lubna. <laughs> but, um, yes, I mean, if you're tuned in, we'd love to hear your thoughts and we'd love to hear your feedback on just this whole collaboration. It's not a new phenomenon, like we said, but it is, something that is happening and I think that the best thing to now do especially for those who are already able to experience it and express it in different forms is how to also make sure that you make a business out of it um welcome back to the show Loayo thank you how what are your thoughts I mean with Diane's um obviously she's also an artist she's got a different way but I just know that there's some of the key things I had has speak about and kind of sounded like what you spoke about, but obviously in your different ways of how Absolutely. you express yourself. I really love the way she, she said that she believes and I believe that every human being is an artist. We all come with the gifts. It doesn't matter which gifts and it doesn't have to be the same gifts, but we all have the gifts. Art is very wide, is very vast, and there's so many ways to be artist, to be arty. So, I mean, dance is a kind of art, singing is an art, painting, sculpture. This is so wide and so vast. And we all have the gifts. And sometimes, sadly enough, we don't. We have it, but we don't know it. So you have to go search within yourself and give the opportunity to the artist in you to come. Mm. For me, Ayu is just a celebration of art and fashion. It is really, I mean, it's a fusion, of course, of my two passions. I've been living my art journey and in parallel, I was doing, I was having my passion as well for mm. designing clothing. Mm. And it's true that two years back, I really wanted to to marry these two passions and mm. come with with my baby, which mm. is Luayu mm. Art and Creations. Mm. The whole idea behind it was to make art more present in our daily daily daily, daily life. life and daily routine, because we tend to keep art indoors, museums. 
we adorn our walls with, with art, we frame it, but that's it. Whereas my whole concept is to actually bring it to, 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 to the, to the consumer. You can have it on you. He can follow you wherever you go. Now tell me, um, and I know that again, some people say, oh, you know, art is, um, artists are very artists artistic and artist-ish and uh, not really business-driven. Um, Do you run your own business? Do you have a business manager? I am oh, you're everyone. one man. <laughs> I, I'm everyone. I'm everyone. And, and I, I'm, I'm very proud where I am today. I mean, it's still a beginning, but I've been doing it all on my own. Uh, and it's not easy. And I so want to, I yes. And I want to say, sorry um, to interrupt you, mm. Loy. I want to also say, because you're doing... It's so, it's obviously your soul that you're sharing mm, through different mm, forms. Mm, emotions, yeah. Yes. But what's the, again, I know that the one started in 98, the other one mm, uh, 2014. was, yes, 2014. Mm -hmm. When, how do you, what is, what do you feel is, is picking, what is, what is an easier sell for you? Because at the end of the day, I understand you're an artist. And I know that also with creatives, we get very mm. passionate. Mm about our product mm. but what would you say is and i know that you're not mass i understand that in fact mm. creativity is not mass mm. i think mm. there is no way mm. that creativity i've i don't know how i don't think it would work together i think it, the creative soul is so fresh and so unique absolutely. that it is so hard to unless you just literally replicate it i don't know i mean it depends um, if you want to create for the mainstream or you want to stay exclusive for me as i told you is I'm an artist soul. Mm. So for me, it's not only, uh, about being everywhere. I want to be everywhere, but, um, my, my, um, uh, I want to be everywhere, but for uh, a certain category of people, you know, people who don't want to go with the mainstream, people who want to be different. So you're no, still no, just exclusive. To I want to be exclusive. That's exactly. the main thing. And, and I think Lo Ayu is more for people who don't want to just fit in a crowd and, and melt in and fit in. No. And be alike they want, for people who want to be different, for people who want to really to have statements, uh, a story to say, because every garment becomes, becomes a narrative because mm. there is a story, mm. you know, either on the front or on the back, because sometimes I use my artwork on the back as well of the but garments. Yeah, but what, which one is doing better? The clothes you mean, or the art? I think, uh, I would say, uh, the, the clothing is more, um, easily disposable. Easily disposable, absolutely, and as well, the price is different. Mm, so. so that's what I'm saying. It's easier to sell a, I a had, shirt I, than to sell exactly. a piece of art. Actually, I had, funny enough, I had some customers who bought some scarves, my silk scarves, and actually they wanted to frame them. And he said it was... Uh, like art. It was an art. It is a piece of art. I mean, I really consider my garments are like pieces of art because it's, you can see it's not just, uh, you know, there are so many ready-made uh, to print uh, prints, you know, to, uh, ready made to, uh, to design prints on, on the, on the markets. But I don't consider my, what I do as just prints, you know, if there is my fingerprints, there's a really artwork of mine, you know. Anyway, it's so good to have you on the show. It's Thank also you. good I'm because so I'm learning some things that I may not know. I don't really do art on canvas, as you know, <laughs> but at least I know you, you and I know on. Diane and, and you know, and the yeah. truth is it's interesting and nice. To, to, to get and to see, um, you know, what people and artists like you are doing to be able to open up your channels mm -hmm. of, of how to really engage with the audiences. Yeah, I see it as an extension, you know, I'm just, um, exploring different media. I mean, it's, it's, it's an extension of my art on canvas. I mean, I'm, I'm getting my art into fabric, you know, trying to make exclusive, horrible art. Hmm. I love you. I love your work. I love your work. I love your show. Like I said, what I also found very interesting is even the way that you have chosen when it comes, when we go back to the design side of it, mm. we've also realized that I realized that your stuff is not necessarily, very, it's very, it's very, so I've seen a lot of free foam mm, in mm, your, what is mm. it about the free? It, I haven't really seen anything snuggly. So no. everything is just kind of free. Yeah. Because you know, when you come to, when you come to deal with silk, you know, you, you silk, you cannot, you cannot do very tight outfits or it has to have this flowy, it has to have this yeah. feel, you know, and, uh, and you're only as, working with silks. I mean, I started with silk. It's my signature, but I did introduce, um, 
uh, few months ago my collection with spandex. It's more everyday, you know, silky silk. There is a price and there is as well, you know, silk. You, it's, it's true. It's beautiful. It has a luxurious feel. It's lustrous. It's, it's amazing. Mm. But as well, you can, I mean, I introduced a more casual, uh, collection more with stretch fabric or cotton, more affordable more affordable as well yeah. and I think I mean, it's beautiful I think for me what I'm also appreciating from you is you've got an offering yeah and you're conscious about price points and how to actually because with business you have to look and say where Absolutely. am I now we've been in the market for X amount how is this thing moving is it moving fast enough do we need to reintroduce a new or a mm-hmm. more inferior uh, sort of range that does not still is not compromised we are still experiencing Experiencing Loyayo, mm. but in a more affordable way. Anyway, I want to go and roll over to Echoes from New York with Edgy Benson. Um, Edgy uh, runs a fashion services company based in New York, sourcing services to fashion designers across the U.S., Europe, Africa since 2004. And he's been working with design houses in the world such as Vera Wang, Chloe, Bill Blass, Kate Spade, and stores like Harrods, London, Saks, Colette Paris, just to name a few. Edgy, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you guys? I'm fine, thank you. Did I introduce you nicely? Are you happy? I'm very happy. <laughs> very Better nice. Than I would have done. <laughs> very nice. And um, Edgy, what are you wearing? Today, before I'm wearing, we go, um, what am I wearing today? I'm wearing a diesel t-shirt and diesel jeans. Gosh, I was gonna and say, are you, the brand the ambas- are you the diesel brand ambassador? <laughs> Seriously? No. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we propose? I mean, I can send the pitch <laughs> and tell them listen to this show and tell me if he's not wearing diesel like like no one else. You know. All right. But it's right. yeah, but it's good to have you on the show, Edgy, and um, it's nice for you to also catch up with us and let's also pick your mind around the conversation of art in fashion. And which some people would then call fashion in art because, yeah. you know, however way you want to see it, some people even insist that, you know, like Diane said earlier, everyone is an artist. And, uh, you know, there's different uh, conversations around, you know, who's inspiring who. Is it really fashion inspiring art? Is it the art inspiring fashion and all that stuff? So welcome with your echoes from New York and share with us what your thoughts are. Um, I mean, listening to the conversations, it's, it's, um, and it's, it's, it's been really, um, it's been really teaching in a sense because what Loayo is doing is what is really a big trend here. You know, there's a lot of wearable art, um, in, in, in New York. I mean, all over the world, really. Like for 2015, for instance, Victor and Roth, they did this amazing canvas, this collection of clothes from, just painting canvases from a very old Dutch designer, a Dutch painter. And it, it was huge. But that is just on the higher end of it. At the lower end of the market, there are lots of wearable at uh, stores, you know, like fashion boutiques that actually only do wearable art, meaning they, they transform their paintings into into clothes and people love it. And, you know, that's something that I think like Africa with our own richness of art can really do well so it's really cool to see what Luayo is doing it's 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 really on trend is what a lot of painters and designers are doing at, in collaboration it's it's huge and then listening to diane it's it's just you can see the confluence between fashion and art you know the confluence of fashion and art where i mean listening to her she's so liquid and so there's just so much juice in what she's saying that as a designer it's it's difficult not to want to weave something wearable out of it you know mm-hmm. so it, it's 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 really it's been very much fun listening to you guys um because art and fashion or vice versa are totally inseparable mm. True. fashion is actually an art form mm. I and mean, it's fashion art begets fashion we mm. we as fashion designers are really inspired by art whether it is painting whether it is photography of of the paintings um, but you of the sculptures, but you're constantly inspired by art. But I want to I want to talk to you guys about something that art has introduced to fashion, which has really changed the way fashion is showcased. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. art art has this thing called installation, where paintings or sculptures are installed in a gallery and people go and watch it. Mm. Fashion always traditionally had a runway. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, in the old days, we had the fashion plate, which is just images and stuff. But fashion has always traditionally had a runway. But now, for the past, I don't know, so many years, we have added this nuance of installation in fashion shows as mm. a way of showcasing fashion, where the models are standing. Yeah. Even in, at the fa- South African Fashion Week, you, could, you saw some of it. Yeah. But the models are stationary. They're not moving, you know. But this is something that art, as a gallery art form introduced to fashion, you know, we borrowed that from, mm. from art. Mm. And it, it brought about this, you know, it, it took away the, it took away the motion. It took away the, the wispy and, and, and the, the sway and the flirtiness of movement. But it also brought attention and appreciation deeper mm-hmm. as, as, as images are stationary, you know. So that's one way that art itself is affecting fashion, you know. So now installations have become a very, like a viable option for showcasing fashion, which honestly designers never thought about because we always associated fashion with movement because Mm -hmm. movement created these fantasies that you wanted to see, the flirtiness, Mm -hmm. the whimsy, you know, but installations are proving to be just as good. Mm -hmm. And so now you can see fashion almost as a gallery art form, which you couldn't have imagined if the runway was primarily the only way we showed, you know? Yes, so, that's true. So, I, I, you know, I, I think the confluence is, is just amazing where these two things meet. It's, 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 it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> so. I was going to say, Edgy, tell Panina, whoever, <laughs> to hold on a minute and let's finish this interesting conversation. But I love your... I love your your that angle it's amazing and that is definitely something that we have taken or borrowed from the gallery sort of mindset when it comes to how people go to an art gallery to experience art or to appreciate art and 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 those installations i know that sa fashion week have actually yeah. been doing them for a few years now as well yes yeah. so i think it's it's, it's very it's very uh it's beautiful it's beautiful and it's, it's, um, like, you know, like we say, it, it, it kind of felt when I was thinking about the topic today and trying to come up, come up with something really cool and fresh, I thought, okay, fashion and art. But then I thought, oh gosh, that's going to be very, cause very rare. Like not many people are doing it, but here we are talking and realizing actually it is alive in so many, um, through so many different channels. It is alive when it comes to just how people borrow from both industries. And I think it's also important, Edgy, like you said, another very good point is we have to always remember as fashion designers as well that we are artists. Fashion is an art. I don't know why the art world always wants to bonk us off like as if we're not doing, I don't know what we need to do, but I know we're not using the canvas, but I kind of feel like uh, fashion has kind of been... uh, put in its own little corner and doesn't really get um, acknowledged as art, you know, just... I think, I think um, a lot of it is because of the, the, the commerce. Remember, paintings and drawings and, and, and sculpture are commercial, but not as commercial as fashion. So as fashion becomes more and more corporate, like as corporations see fashion more and more as, as a revenue stream and they buy into fashion companies, they try to delineate it from art because art is just, you know, for them, art is this leisure thing that may not make money. So mm. they try to create fashion into something else. But in essence, fashion is an art form. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing beyond that, you know, <laughs> uh, because you're creating a product and the, the creation of itself, of that product itself is, it's an, is art. an art form. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I think that's very, uh, I think that's very uh, good that we are, um, on the same page, we're happy about the artists, and uh, I hope that you were inspired as well by Diane. I think you were, um, Edgy. Oh my God, yes. Um, yes. She was so fluid. <laughs> Just and, amazing. Yes, and now Diane's stuff, you, so you know, like I'm looking at Loyo's art, and I've seen her work. Now, the, what I love about art is it's expressed in so many different ways. And, and because the souls are different, we don't have, we're not born with the same soul. And therefore, what comes out of your soul is so different from the next, even though they are all forms of art. So with Diane's art, one of the things I find really cool is it looks to me, every time I see her working and see her work, I feel like, oh my gosh, that's going on my next collection. I actually have told her, her, her every time I see a piece of art from Diane, I feel like, oh my gosh, that's going to be 
That's supposed to be the lapel on my jacket, the next jacket I, I'm wearing. When you look at her hina and how she, uh, you know, the hina applique and how she draws it and the detail around it and the passion around it, I feel like, oh my gosh, that needs to go to my hemline of the other yeah, maxi that I, I'm, so I, I'm just saying that. that it's interesting how, even if we want to ignore the fact, you can ignore it because when you look at art, you are inspired as an artist, as a creative, you are inspired either way. Um, Edu, thank you for your feedback. Um, I want to just go back to Luayo. Um, what are your last, um, parting shots? First of all, what's happening and what can we expect from you? What can we expect from you? Anything coming up? Any? As an artist or as a fashion designer? Any. Whatever. Well, as an artist, um, I have an event coming, um, actually on the 4th of May. Um, it's going to be my first time in secondary markets. So one of my paintings will be auctioned and, uh, by Stephen Wells. And, uh, I'm very excited about it. It's, uh, it's quite a good exposure, uh, for me in the South African uh, market. market. And, uh, for the fashion, yeah, I mean, I'm full of ideas and, uh, you know, the, the, the driving force behind IU is always innovation and bringing something different. So yes, they're going to be, I'm busy, I'm busy, busy doing lots of stuff, exciting stuff. I won't tell you more because then it will kill the, the <laughs> but, but yeah, you I won't mean, kiss you know, and tell. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, when you're creative, and that we are all creative in different ways. Your mind never stops, you know. Yeah, so ideas sure. always come, and and you know, don't forget that. I mean, Loayu uh, art creation has been for two years now, so it's quite juvenile. It's quite, uh, and I'm very happy where I am now. It's it hasn't been easy, but there is still a lot to 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 happen, and I'm very excited. This is just the beginning. the The road is still quite long. But very exciting. Ah, very nice. And how can our listeners um, get a hold of you? Well, by uh, they can reach me uh, by Facebook, Luayu Art Creations, Instagram as well, Luayu Art and Creations, and uh, Twitter, Luayu Creations. Thank you very much. And thank you, uh, Edgy. Don't go anywhere because you know what's coming right now quickly is a quick uh, who would you want to dress and why? Um, uh, I know Luayo is looking at me like I'm crazy, so I'm no. just going to break it down. This is our last segment of the, of the show. It's always rushed because we can't stop talking about the other things around the show. Um, but we're just going to go around and you just basically will say who you want to dress and mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to start with you, madam. <laughs> well, I think uh, you are one of the people I want to dress. <laughs> yes. That was easy. <laughs> and you, why? You, you are one. You are one. Well, I think there is this... I. The flair I have about you is you like things different. And this is what Loayu is all about is, uh, it's, it's offers something different to women. You know, you, something, uh, innovative. You stand out of the crowd. Uh, you look gorgeous. You look beautiful. And uh, you have this exclusive different look. And this is, I think this is all about you. I'm translating a bit this, but, uh, no, I really want to, I mean, you're one of, of, of the women I would like to dress, but I want to dress every woman who wants to feel Different and who wants to, to, to not to be just fitting in, in a crown mm. and not following the mainstream. A woman who just wants to, to be different and look, uh, and look different yeah. and be free yeah. and feel beautiful. Feel Very, beautiful thank yeah. you. And, and Edgy, who do you want to dress and why? I'm just going to go with, with Luayo. I think I would love to dress you. <laughs> Edgy, you always Again. look for shortcuts. Think. <laughs> not that I'm not thinking, but oh, okay. you are absolutely a, a fashion picture, you know? Yes. And when I was looking at Luayo's work and I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, there's so, there are similarities between her work and yours in the fact that it's very heavy in, 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 in the arts part of it, you know? So I'm thinking, you know, why don't we put you in one of Luayo's work and, uh, <laughs> Et voilà. Et voilà, c'est Et ça. Voilà. <rire> ok. Oui. On peut continuer en français, mais c'est pas juste pour toi. So, on va, on va continuer en anglais. En anglais. <rire> Parce que c'est la, c'est la fin. So, <rire> thank you. I think, uh, this week I want to address, um, the Obama daughters. I want to, I think they are very, uh, we've watched them grow up. I mean, seriously, for almost what, eight years? 
And they look like girls who I think I could know, I could work with, I could work on. They've got this sense of, um, you know, the girliness in them. They've got that innocence, so sadly rare, you know. And thank God, like, uh, they don't like, Ma- like Miley Cyrus, who has no clothes to wear. They mm. still come out looking proper. So I think for me, because of the fact that they're proper, they're well brought up. They've got good manners. They are well, they seem well rounded, good, strong girls who will become really strong women. So that is why I thought of the Obama daughters and those are who I want to dress. Anyway, I think we have come to that time of the day when we have to say, uh, merci. Pour tout le monde. Thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. And yes, we thank you, Edgy, for your contribution as well. And like I said, it's interesting how I thought this topic was so rare. And then I realized that there's so many angles. I mean, art and fashion, we can sit here for two more days and not nonstop and still not finish what years. So I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I think, um, the biggest thing to take away from here is to also really focus on the business behind it so that we are able to, you know, have sustainable businesses out of, uh, what we say is our passion or what we live for, you know? So good art, beautiful creative stories with no money in the bank is just not no, of course it's not. Not I mean, the way. I, I do think that a story like Luayo in Africa, where we are so rich in in, 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 in paintings actually, it's a great story to showcase because if she can do that, if she can turn clothes from her art into clothes, a lot of African painters can collaborate with designers like you guys and do some amazing things. And that is growing the industry. I yes, think. I think that's growing the industry. And you know, also another thing, Edgy, I think for me, my parting shot to the listeners who are listening, who also would love to um, experiment and expand their businesses and look at things with, uh, you know, look at the businesses with, with a different approach and just to open up more channels is... If you're not an artist, like a canvas, like, you know, like, mm. like Loaya here in studio, we, we have so many artists who are not designers. Mm-hmm. So, and the thing is, they may not know or have, might not have thought of the collaboration angle to it. So I think that one of the things I think my parting shot is to urge the fashion industry in the continent to start penetrating and pushing and just going beyond borders to really connect with artists and, and make this thing happen. Collaborations can happen. So you don't have to be a one, one-stop shop like Loyo, yeah, but you can yeah. still take advantage of the fact that there's beautiful artists out here who also are open to collaborations. But anyway, I think it's been good. Thank you so much for coming in. Loayo, thank you very thank much you, for you, joining for, us onto the show. For and the um, for those who are listening, continue to send your tweets. Uh, we're at Fashion Lab AF. We are also on www.fashionlabafrica.com. We'd love to hear from you. Peace and love. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com.